everyone, and welcome to Leap of Faith Podcast. Uh, my name is Lorraine, and I am your host today, reading from 2 Corinthians chapter 8. This is episode 32.2, and uh, thank you for joining me again. Uh, whatever time it is that you're here listening, I appreciate the fact that you've set aside time out of your busy day to join me in yet uh, another chapter of God's Word. So um, I'm blessed to be able to uh, navigate through this with you. Um, I'm not going to dilly-dally today, uh, so we'll just go ahead and dive right into uh, this chapter after we open up in prayer. So let's pray. Holy God, Heavenly Father, we thank you for this moment in time that we get to share in your word. We thank you for your word and for loving us so much to give it to us. We thank you for all that you provide, all that you take care of uh, in our lives and in our families and friends. Uh, Lord, continue to bless us as you always do. We thank you for the gift of your son, Jesus, and the sacrifice on the cross for us and for the blood that he shed, his perfect and spotless blood. Lord, we don't deserve it. We didn't earn it. Uh, But you gave it to us anyways because you love us so much. And we love you. We love you. We praise you. And we give you all the honor and all the glory. So thank you so much. I pray blessings over this uh, time in your word. Anoint it. And uh, bless us with whatever message it is that you're uh, wanting us to hear. And I pray blessings over all those who are out there listening. Uh, Just watch over them, bless them, and continue to guide our steps. Lord, take us where you want us to go. Let us meet the people you want us to meet. Let us say the words you want us to say and keep us out of your way. In Jesus' name. All right, let me take a little drink here. All right, chapter 8, 2 Corinthians, episode 32.2. 32 times 5, that's 150 plus episodes. That's pretty good I think right that's a lot don't like TV shows have like like milestones of their hundred episode I don't know anyway and here I am over a hundred all right a call to generous giving now I want you to know dear brothers and sisters what God in his kindness has done through the churches in Macedonia they are being tested by many troubles and they are very poor But they are also filled with abundant joy, which has overflowed in rich generosity. For I can testify that they gave not only what they could afford, but far more. And they did it of their own free will. They begged us again and again for the privilege of sharing in the gift for the believers in Jerusalem. They even did more than we had hoped. For their first action was to give themselves to the Lord and to us, just as God wanted them to do. So we have urged Titus, who encouraged your giving in the first place, to return to you and encourage you to finish this ministry of giving. Since you excel in so many ways in your faith, your gifted speakers, your knowledge, your enthusiasm, and your love for us, I want you to excel also in this gracious act of giving. I am not commanding you to do this, but I am testing how genuine your love is by comparing it with the eagerness of the other churches. You know the generous grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Though he was rich, though he was rich, yet for your sakes he became poor, 
so that by his poverty he could make you rich. Here is my advice. It would be good for you to finish what you started a year ago. Last year you were the first who wanted to give and you were the first to begin doing it. Now you should finish what you started. Let the eagerness you showed in the beginning be matched now by your giving. Give in proportion to what you have. Whatever you give is acceptable if you give it eagerly. And give, accordingly, and give according to what you have, not what you don't have. Of course, I don't mean your giving should make life easy for others and hard for yourselves. I only mean that there should be some equality. <clears throat> right now, you have plenty and can help those who are in need. Later, they will have plenty and can share with you when you need it. In this way, things will be equal. As the scripture says, those who gathered a lot had nothing left over. And those who gathered only a little had enough. Titus and his companions. But thank God he has given Titus the same enthusiasm for you that I have. Titus welcomed our request that he visit you again. In fact, he himself was very eager to go and see you. We are also sending another brother with Titus. All the churches praise him as a preacher of the good news. He was appointed by the churches to accompany us as we take the offering to Jerusalem, a service that glorifies the Lord and shows our eagerness to help. We are traveling together to guard against any criticism for the way we are handling this generous gift. We are careful to be honorable before the Lord, but we also want everyone else to see that we are honorable. We are also sending with them another of our brothers who has proven himself many times and has shown on many occasions how eager he is. He is now even more enthusiastic because of his great confidence in you. If anyone asks about Titus, say that he is my partner who works with me to help you. And the brothers with him have been sent by the churches, and they bring honor to Christ. So show them your love and prove to all the churches that are boasting about you is justified. <clears throat> all right. So, uh, again, I think we talked about this a couple of days ago about um, tithing, which is what this sounds like it is to me. He's trying to encourage them to, um, you know, when you first started uh, as a believer, uh, you're on, you know, you're on fire and you want to do everything for the Lord and you, you're very excited about it. And so, of course, you want to give. And so that, I think, is what he's saying here, um, that they, you know, they were very um, eager and, you know, one of the first to start giving. And then I don't know what happened. I don't know why they kind of slacked off a little bit, I guess. But he's saying, here is my advice. It would be good for you to finish what you started a year ago. Um, uh, last year, you were the first who wanted to give and you were the first to begin doing it. That's in verse 10. Now you should finish what you started. Let the eagerness you showed in the beginning be matched now by your giving. Um, so he's saying, you know, if you're that eager for the Lord, you need to be doing, you know, all you should do, you know, and that includes your tithing. Um, and then <clears throat> I thought this is interesting, the uh, reference to Exodus. Uh, those who gathered a lot had nothing left over, and those who gathered only a little had enough. And he's talking about the manna that God provided for them every day. You know, it, every day they woke up and there was manna for them to collect. But God, God's instruction was to only take enough 
for that day. You know, you should only have enough for that day. And those who gathered only a little, just what they needed, um, uh, only a little had enough, but those who gathered too much didn't have enough. I think, I want to say that worms got into it or something. It went bad. I don't know how manna works, but I can't, apparently, if they took too much, that would have been more for what the day was. It went rotten. So, you know, God's going to get you to do what he wants you to do no matter what. So, um, and then it goes on to talk about Titus uh, being, um, you know, enthusiastic and um, them welcoming him and to, again, continue uh, what they started is what I'm understanding. And um, he's, you know, said at the very end, if anyone asks about Titus, say that he's my partner who works with me and who, uh, to help me. And the brothers with him had been sent by the churches and they bring honor to Christ. So again, they're all doing their ministry and they're all, you know, on the same path, trying to get, I guess, Corinth to do what they're supposed to do. So that's it for today. Not, I didn't highlight a lot. I did a little bit in the beginning, but um, not a lot of highlighting. So uh, again, he's giving instructions. I believe this is a big encouragement um, to Corinth. I think he's just trying to keep encouraging them to, you know, keep the momentum up. So, and then on the last note, uh, you know, that whole, um, passage about, uh, the manna, you know, taking just enough for the day, even before I was a Christian, I was just telling this to somebody the other day. Um, not that I'm, you know, any super saint or anything like that, but, uh, before I was even a Christ follower, even before I uh, knew Jesus, um, I always thought to myself, I always prayed that I just wanted to have enough. I just wanted to be able to be comfortable. Um, I didn't need to be rich. I just wanted to be, you know, just have enough so that I didn't have to open up my checkbook every two minutes and, you know, make sure that I had enough in there to buy, you know, a sweater or groceries or whatever. And, you know, God has blessed us tremendously uh, in that regard. So, you know, God will do what God's going to do. It's all in his time. Sometimes it takes years. Sometimes it takes moments. So you just have to have faith that he's going to come through uh, with what you're asking for. So that's my little bit for the day. <clears throat> that's, uh, it's the little things, I guess. Uh, so that's it. Um, so uh, I am going to uh, lead you in uh, the, a prayer. Uh, if you have not made Christ your Lord and Savior, and if you are not a believer, uh, today is your day that you can say the prayer and, uh, and change your life, basically, and have eternal life. So I'm going to lead you in the prayer. If you're a believer, feel free to say it out loud to reaffirm uh, what your belief is. And, uh, and, you know, we'll say the prayer. It's not a magic prayer. It's just going to, it's between you and God and in your heart. And you have to have uh, Jesus in your heart and say it out loud and confess it with your mouth. So let's pray. <clears throat> Heavenly Father, today I put my trust in you. I am not perfect and know that I have sinned against you. Please forgive me. I thank you for the sacrifice of your one and only son, Jesus. It's his perfect and spotless blood that was shed for my sins, past, present, and future. On this day, I accept him as my Lord and Savior. I accept him into my heart and will live my life for him. 
Thank you for my salvation in Jesus' name. Amen. If you said that prayer for the first time, congratulations. Go celebrate. Tell everybody that you're a Christian. Some will be accepting of it. Some won't. But uh, it is a celebration. Um, find your way to a church, to a pastor, uh, and, uh, and they'll help you to the next steps in your uh, Christian life. Uh, it's a new life. And you have now the gift of salvation. And you know that you have everlasting life. And uh, so, yay, is all I can say. Uh, I would say mark it uh, today in your Bible, if this is the Bible you're using. Um, New Living Translation. This is the one we've been reading. And uh, mark it in your Bible. Today was your, your new birthday in Christ. So, congratulations. And uh, you can email us. Lorraine at leapoffaithpodcast.org. You can uh, communicate with Jeremiah, Jeremiah at leapoffaithpodcast.org. Um, you can make a note. You can uh, make a comment, subscribe, you know, however it is that you uh, want to communicate with us. So, so that's it for today. Uh, it's short and sweet today, and uh, I'm praying blessings over everybody out there. Uh, enjoy your morning, your noon, your night, whatever time it is that you get to do this. And um, I will see you, I will see you tomorrow. So God bless you and see you then.